Getting set up here now, bringing another edition of Maverick Magazine. My name is Paul Allen, driving the bus for you this morning. Another edition of Maverick Magazine, our 75th consecutive year of Maverick Magazine. <laughs> 75, that's right, Karen, 75 years. Can you believe it? I know. <laughs> KMSU's only been around for 73. I don't know. That might <laughs> 55, 55th year. Karen says 55th year. Okay, that's probably a little more accurate. I, you know what? I really don't keep track of those things. I just, you know, Bernsey, I, I just show up. Like Woody Allen said, 95% of the reason why people are successful is just keep showing up. Yeah, keep showing up. That's all keep you got to Keep showing do. up. That's, uh, that's the dulcet tones of Nick Burns. Nick is the assistant in athletic <laughs> communications here at Minnesota State. We're, Jordan, we're uh, joined by uh, Jordan O'Grady and Connor Wachtel, uh, a couple of GAs in our athletic communications office, and we're absolutely happy and thrilled to be joining you today for another edition of Maverick Magazine. Even though, you know what, guys, I spent uh, 22 minutes shoveling my driveway before coming into work today, a new land speed record. Had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> had a kid. Yep. <laughs> yep. I might have to do it again when I get home. I, and I don't time those things all that good. probably will yeah. have to. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the okay. DeLorean. The DeLorean, yeah. I, I was thinking about, um, we've got women's <laughs> hockey here tonight. I'm wondering if I'm going to have time to do it in, uh, before that women's hockey game, Connor. The squeeze. We'll have, to we'll have to see. Um, uh, we're getting ready to make another announcement about uh, a cancellation. It's not going to be out for another half hour or so, but uh, we have been hit by some cancellations due to COVID yeah. with some of our uh, sports. Um, so we do not have a full slate of events this weekend like we started at the beginning of the week, but we're going through this uh, thing like everybody else is now with uh, Omicron. It's starting to affect our events. And, and uh, I was talking with Dominic Henning, who is the... PR guy for the Central Collegiate Hockey Association yesterday, and unlike just about everybody else, the Central Collegiate Hockey Association, and hear this sound? Knocking on wood. Knocking on wood. CCHA almost unbelievably has not had any consolations on the men's hockey side. So, um, uh, but that hasn't been the case with um, of uh, uh, some of the air sports, and um, but before we get to the cancellations, let's talk about uh, some other positive things that are going on with MSU athletics right now. For example, let's talk about the things that are actually going on right now, as of right now. As of right now, it's a key phrase that uh, the guy I work for, Kevin Beisman, has used for the last two years as, as of right now, yeah, because as of right now. Uh, things quickly change sometimes. But uh, we do have track and field going on today in uh, Myers Fieldhouse, kind of a cool thing. Of course, one of the uh, top men's and top women's uh, indoor track and field programs mm -hmm. in the country with... Uh, uh, the Maverick uh, men's and women's indoor track and field teams hosting Maverick Invitational and Myers Field House. Uh, Jordan, we get underway, I think, around 11 o'clock um, with some events there in this morning, right? I believe so. Or is it later than that? I think it's uh, actually, isn't it 2 p.m.? 2 p.m.? Yeah, 2 p.m. that kicks off with the field events and then we say around 3.30, 4 o'clock The running so events, okay. The running yeah, events. 3.30, yeah. I think the running okay. events. How many teams start. do we have coming in? Do we have any idea? There's uh, at least five NSIC yeah. teams coming in, and then there's a couple others uh, coming in. I think, like, Gustavus might be sending some folks yeah. and a few others. Gustavus, the and then wasn't Coach Turgeon saying they were sending from Florida? 
five pro athlete. Yeah, there's like some pro uh, from A6. They're sponsored yeah. by A6. That's yeah, you coming up here, so. competing unattached, and they're putting up some uh, pretty uh, good numbers so far yeah. this year, according according to Coach. Herb. Um, just a quick comment. Yeah, I like how you know Jordan's from Vermont. Yep, which is way up there, right on the northeast side of the country. Yep. It's on the right side of the you're looking, as you're looking at the it. map, if you're looking at the map, Bernsey's on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. It's in between <laughs> New York and New Hampshire. Yeah, and Quebec. And you, I like <laughs> yep. how you pronounced uh, our coach's name. Say it again. Terry John? Yeah. I saw a little French-Canadian there. Is, that, there is. is that not proper? It's been Americanized. Well, he, uh, Tur- everyone here knows him as Turgeon, but I think it's Turgeon. Was, yeah. was there a hockey player named like Pierre Turgeon yeah, or something several like of them. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Pierre Turgeon. Yeah. Former Newark Islander, and he played with a couple different teams and was the number one draft pick. and. Uh, there was a, a play that uh, is infamous where Dale Hunter uh, railed him into the boards after he scored an overtime goal to win a right. Uh, remember that? Yes. Yeah, Dale Hunter wasn't real happy losing. Oh. He was a bad loser, Birdsey. Oh, bad loser, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't, but that was Pierre, didn't he Pierre get, like, Turgeon, didn't he like, get like Jordan said, pronounced it. Like he that. did, yeah. yeah. The next, at the start of the next season, because that ended the Washington Capitals season. Yeah. So they got to spend like 20 games the next next year. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> good. 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 Take, take the loss. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, so track and field. Getting back to uh, Maverick Athletics, <laughs> where Birdsey is going off on a rant about, about bad things Fair happening subject. in hockey. Yeah, uh, <laughs> too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> um. Okay, so if this reminds. <laughs> I'm looking at our schedule right now, and this reminds me of. Let's talk yep. a little bit about uh, what's happening as opposed to what's not happening. And I'm looking at our schedule, and I'm trying to decipher my notes here and and uh we're playing uh women's hockey tonight mm-hmm. uh here in town uh, at uh, the mayo clinic health system event center with uh we've got a home and home going with minnesota uh going on connor and it's a big series um you know it's it's, it's nice to be back in action of course and oh 100 percent yeah um for those who don't call or are not a un- are unaware um mavericks were supposed to play syracuse last weekend yep. and syracuse had some COVID 19 issues so mavericks have not been in action for almost up to a month yeah, now crazy uh yeah so their last action was december 17th and 18th at bemidji state so they haven't been at home in over a month and i they're definitely looking forward to returning home uh, mavericks are taking on the number four team in the country this weekend the minnesota golden gophers and it's been 52 meetings since the mavericks have last defeated the golden gophers so uh there's always just it's, it's got it's got to break through here one of these times we're due we well, you're saying yes. we're due we're due. yes we're yeah. so close and i thought yeah. we played them so tough earlier this year score wasn't super indicative of it um we lost three nothing in minneapolis before falling uh it was six to two um here so but uh both games are really tough we struggled uh special teams a little bit killing some penalties and stuff but uh hopefully six oh one a little bit yep six oh one tonight and, and uh, hockey's one of those things you know cal franks had a great year for the mavericks and, and in net and uh, uh she's been so consistently good and in, in hockey with goaltending uh that's that's a pretty good starting point and uh she's a uh one of the x factors i think going into the game tonight yeah, and she was national goaltender of the month for December, and uh, obviously goaltender in yep. the WCHA for the month yep. of December too. So had a good year. So we're excited to see the Mavericks and um, the Gophers going on uh, at downtown at the rink. And uh, speaking of hockey, the men's hockey team on the road this weekend. The number one ranked team in the country is playing at Northern Michigan for a pair of CCHA games. Uh, the game gets underway f- uh, five thirty-seven our time. Um, tonight and tomorrow and then a nice eight hour bus ride back after that so the Mavericks uh, have won their last nine games um, in a row 
14 of their last 15. Mavericks ranked number one in the country for the fourth week in a row. Um, staying on um, uh, hockey, but there's some big news this past week with a, a lot of different things uh, happening. Of course, we all know that Mike Hastings is heading to Beijing as a member of David Quinn's coaching staff. Mike Hastings, uh, his 10th year coaching the Mavericks, will uh, be an assistant coach for David Quinn on Team USA. That's kind of a cool thing. And then last night, um, uh, the US, uh, USA Hockey announced their roster for the Beijing Olympics, and uh, one of the names that was listed uh, was Minnesota State junior forward Nathan Smith. So a really cool thing for Smitty and a uh, great thing for the program. Uh, Smitty will become the second men's hockey player from Minnesota State to play in the Olympics. Uh, David Backus uh, played for uh, Team USA in Vancouver, won a silver medal there, and also played for uh, Team USA over in Sochi uh, in 2014. Um, Hockey Day Minnesota, of course, uh, big news in Mankato is uh, what's happening uh, a week from tomorrow with uh, the Mavericks playing St. Thomas right here at Blakesley Stadium on the outdoor rink with uh, Hockey Day Minnesota festivities. Actually getting underway on Sunday, but people are going to start skating on uh, uh, the rink on Sunday officially. I did see a, a photo online of Don Bros and a youth hockey player this morning uh, being the first people to actually skate on the rink. They're ready to go, it looks like. Uh, but what a what a great setting Blakesley Stadium is going to be for um, everything that happens. There's so many events, uh, the facilities programmed uh, almost nonstop uh, for the next uh, week or so. And besides uh, the men's game on Saturday, which is a 4:30 start between Minnesota State and St. Thomas, and game be broadcast in Valley Sports North. But our women's team is also playing against St. Thomas on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. And there's alumni games. Uh, the men going on Friday night. Uh, eight former NHLers, including the aforementioned David Backus, mm-hmm. playing along with uh, Ryan Carter and John Kalinsky, Grant Stevenson, and Steve Wagner, a host of others. Um, going to be a, a really fun time there for people to follow Minnesota State hockey with all those guys back. Um, alumni game for the women is also on Sunday. And then there's high school games. Uh, there's a, a junior hockey game. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get a handle on that junior hockey game. Connor, are you familiar with those two teams at all? I, I've heard of them. Um, so I'm Junior C, a Junior C, or yeah, I'm not quite sure. NA three maybe they play in, but I've definitely heard of them. Okay, um, but uh, but uh, a lot of stuff happening with uh, Hockey Day Minnesota. The announcement of uh, the Olympic roster and Nathan Smith, um, uh, and of course our games tonight. We have to play Northern Michigan for a couple of uh, games in a real competitive environment in Marquette uh, beginning tonight. So excited to see uh, the Mavericks back in action again uh, tonight. Hopefully they can keep it. Keep it rolling. Question for you, B.A. Yeah. How much would you like to be uh, getting all the snow off the rink right now all day? Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, that's the thing with the snow coming down, and, and that's a, a great point because uh, the ice makers, you know, you're trying to keep it going. They just put that ice in. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, they're going to be, you know, you have to monitor that stuff 24 hours a day for the next seven days yeah. in order to make sure that the ice is good for our games next weekend. Not necessarily just our games, of course, but those are, you know, obviously the most important games that are going to be played. Um, no disrespect to Tim Marshall and his celebrity all-stars that are playing, I think, on Wednesday <laughs> and some of the other things going on there. But uh, a boot hockey game called off, by the way. We're not gonna no, we're actually in all seasons All now. seasons arena, yeah. 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 Uh, which is... Tickets going fast. Make sure you get yours now. <laughs> well, Birdie's working on the live stream, I think, right yeah. now. So if you're not going to be able to yeah, make it, you can I'll watch I'll have the, the game stream. notes out later today. Appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you bringing the glove and blocker? Of course. Should I bring mine? Yeah. Yeah, we'll have two goaltenders at uh, either end. That's a good idea. Um 
uh, Martin Luther King on Monday, Dame, right? The game's scheduled yep. on Monday. Yeah. Um, uh, so we've, we've covered women's hockey, right? Check. We've covered uh, men's hockey. Check. We've talked <laughs> a little bit about um, track and field. Uh, women's basketball has, yeah. has a game, has a game played uh, ready to go tonight, right? We do. Yeah. Uh, one of the four still going on. We got Bemidji State tonight. Um, been on, been on the losing end of things here for the past three games, you know, playing two of the best in St. Cloud and, um, Minnesota Duluth last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, first real, I guess you could say first real tough competition of that NCAA tournament cal- caliber teams. Yeah. Well, we had a tough game against Concordia yeah. earlier this year too. And yeah. We, we did lose yep. to Concordia recently as well. So, too, I mean, so. yeah, I mean, no slouches and no. No uh, games that should have been gimmies given up. So that's tough. And, you know, it's been speculated without any confirmation on my end that we did we were missing two starters uh, in Michaela Nahazel and Riley Riley Menser yeah. in the past weekend series with Duluth and St. Cloud. You know, I'm not making excuses, but when you lose two starters and you're going down reaching for freshmen on the bench, that's always tough. And yeah. playing two of the best teams, so yeah. there was on the that. On top of uh, it. Yeah, exactly. And so we'll see how it goes. The, at least, you know, control what you got in front of you tonight with Bemidji. You know, Crookston obviously is canceled. And um, just get back into winning ways, get back on mm-hmm. track. You know, we still hold the number one scoring offense in, in the mm-hmm. conference. So it's not that we can't score points, and we've dug ourselves – out of multiple holes in both those games against St. Cloud and Duluth, but I know I was sitting with Connor at the uh, women's game on, was it Friday of last week, and Duluth had a 17-4 lead at the end of the first. I go to get uh, some food at the concession stand at the clinic, and I come back, and we're leading. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they have that ability in the, you know, the high-pressure, fast-paced they play. So, yeah, control what you can. Joey Bat's still doing very well. You know, uh, Taylor Teush is shooting pretty well from downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, And Emily Russo is really controlling it down low. So they got the components. And she's really been kind of stepping up lately. Yeah. Emily Russo, you know, she's getting in there. She's doing all the the dirty work. Dirty work down low. And uh, just getting those rebounds and getting the putbacks and everything like that. You know, it's like she's definitely been. uh, and making her presence known down there. And you can see it by just looking at the stat sheet and seeing the minutes she's compiling, you know, and uh, Bernsey said exactly it, it, is that she does all those things. She is that sole person that does those things down low, the little things, getting the rebounds, leads the team in rebounds. And so they got the pieces, they got the talent, and they yeah. just need to, you know, right the ship, so to with, speak. With our, with our roster, Jordan, yeah. and um, – the way that we play, mm-hmm. it's an interesting dynamic. Joey yep. Bat's putting up all American numbers, yeah. Yep. Um, but I think everybody knows, and and especially if you watched our team play, that it's it's not a one man band. It no. take it take no. in order to play that system, it's got to be everybody yep. playing along. And and uh, Emily TC and her staff done a great job sure. of of uh, getting everybody on board, and uh, we're all on the same page there. Yeah, and I, I think, think right? that that was the the one thing to that that makes it difficult. For those younger players to come in and set, simply may not be as conditioned. The tempo, uh, yeah, yeah tempo. I mean, yeah. you're coming in and you're you're getting a full on cardio workout. If you have, you know, outside of practice, you know, Joey Bat plays 33 and change a game. Sometimes 30. She played all 40 minutes against St. Cloud last Friday. So I mean, 
those those starting five and the seven or eight deep, you're running, you're moving. So yep. that may be a challenge, and that's probably part of it. But coming in deep off the bench, but yeah, let's see what happens tonight against the Beavers. Get back on the winning way. So I think that's where we are. We've covered the yeah. events <laughs> that are going on, right? And the teams are so right. uh, schedule wise. Just to let everybody know, we were supposed to host uh, UW Parkside Parkside in wrestling on Thursday. That was a no go. Um, women's swimming was supposed to go August, Augustana uh, today. That's a no go. Men's basketball was supposed to be at home tonight. Mm-hmm. That's a no go. Men's basketball is supposed to be home tomorrow. That's a no go. Um, so, uh, but everything else is on yep. so far. So we've had, a, you know, I, I don't, it's not, uh, and the thing about it is, I think relative to, you know, everybody that's, you know, working this environment right now, it's like after what we've been through the last year and a half, almost two years now, it's sort of yeah. like, uh, something we expected. I, I remember, you know, it's, it's in, I, I go back to an earlier time and Bernsey, you've been doing this a while, mm-hmm. but, um, pre COVID. It was like if we had one event that was going to have to be rescheduled or canceled, it would be like a really, really, really yeah. big deal yeah. because it just it didn't happen. Just yeah. it never happened. Unless, unless it was weather related, that's the only way you could maybe. In get the upper Midwest, sometimes yeah. you'd have a change of a time or something like that. But it was rare that we had a game yeah. postponed or canceled. Exactly. Now it's like it's just like oh okay yeah so <laughs> yeah. where we go yeah. another. Yeah, <laughs> like we've we've gotten used to it, which you know is uh, kind of a weird thing to say. But you know, after two years of it, it's like you're getting used to these schedule changes yep. and. You know, you, you're not caught off guard with it usually all that much anymore. It feels yep. like it's just... It's just uh, amazing it's just how quickly things... now to happen. Yep, things have changed with this. Um, um, along those lines, um, not necessarily unexpected, but the Vikings and what's happening with uh, uh, the regime there. Yeah. We had a couple of experts on the Minnesota Vikings here <laughs> in, this, in this room, not, and I'm not one of them, but yeah. with the... Uh, uh, the coaching change, and in particular with the GM change, one of the things uh, <clears throat> which is which is coming up. One of the things I would say it's going to be interesting and in how it goes because typically um, it's not both of them. Usually it's one or yeah. maybe the other. Yeah. But in this instance, uh, um, uh, the Vikings let Mike Zimmer go, and uh, Rick Spielman, the GM, also got the hook. And so now, of course, uh, obviously. Typically, you're going to hire a GM first and then hire a coach, let the GM have a say in who's going to be coaching the team. So that puts a little bit of delay on things a little bit. And little. Uh, in a situation typically where uh, teams don't like to be without uh, you know leadership in those type of roles. So we'll see how it, how it goes. And um, some names have cropped up as potential um, uh, replacements for those two guys. Uh, but it's still pretty early in the process. And, and the Vikings aren't the only ones who are in... Uh, that situation where they're uh, trying to replace people. So, mm-hmm. what do you think, Jordan? Uh, uh, anything emerged on on your side that you see would be great if the Vikings could get um, from I a coaching mean, standpoint? Maybe you know, I think you kind of. I don't want to. I don't like bad mouthing Coach Zimmer by any stretch because of what he's done and where he's brought the team on a few occasions. But I think you need to go the Sean McVay route, the young offensive guru. The, you know, defense is going to help you win championships, but I think that that old mantra has turned now and gone offense is what's going to win it for you at the end of the day. If you can't score points, you're ultimately not going to win. So looking like Kellen Moore, I, I personally would like to see because what he's, he's Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, what yeah. he's done with Dak in that group, given 
an offensive line that's just as pitiful over the last couple of years and what he's done with that team. And they got the wide receiver talent, much like we obviously do. So that would be somewhere Byron Leftwich, but I don't think he wants to leave the sunshine and the warmth of down You don't south. know Byron Leftwich. He <laughs> might want to come up to Minnesota. I mean, it's an enticing we'll job. We'll bring him here during the summer. Wait, we'll come yeah. up here during the summer. Wait till we get I'll a show nice him summer. around, yeah. bring yeah. him down to Mankato. Yeah. They, um, they play the games indoors. It, you know? It's true. So. But in terms of the GM, they got some uh, really interesting candidates. Uh, oh, I'm going to forget her name right now. But, oh, I uh, saw that. From yeah. the VP of football personnel. She's a Minnesotan. Yeah. yeah. So that would be really cool. Good story, at least, from PR perspective. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I think the overwhelming, or at least the most alarming thing that I'm reading and I've seen is, you know, Adam Thielen talking about, the other day, if you don't have results, there's going to be change. And then Eric Kendricks was talking with Courtney Croning of the ESPN reporter for the team of about how <laughs> Zimmer was not ideal to work with. You're playing in a fear-based situation and a lot of things. So that's a bit alarming that that culture was developed. And then uh, all pro, in my opinion, right tackle Brian O'Neill talking about culture as well. So... Those grumbling surfacing now, it's easy to talk about that. And well, I, I think along those lines, that you know, uh, Mike Zimmer, of course, uh, uh, gives the impression that he was pretty old school. Yeah, and exactly. um, a little long in the tooth, and um, uh, relative to where the, uh, the NFL is headed in recent coaching hires and guys that have had success, yeah. and include guys like Sean McVay. And I heard Dan Burrow talking the other day about uh, you know the BMI test and how yeah. <laughs> you know you get young guys and and, and how they. Uh, go about their business, and and I think one of the things that uh, you're referring to is how they relate to the players, and that's yeah. a relatively new thing. And if you're, you know, the uh, the impression with when you hear old school is like it's my way or the highway, right. I'm in charge, and uh, I think uh, there's a you know the last several years this movement toward um, the communication with the younger guy. They they want to be, and and as, you know what I've I've heard this. Not only at the pro level, but also at the college level, I heard uh, people ask Mike Hastings how he said just as you move along, and he said, "Well, it is different, and and uh, you have to be able to communicate with those guys. They ask questions in the past, you know, players, uh, you know, weren't allowed even to ask questions before, or why are we doing it now? They want to know and uh, why we're doing things, and um, uh, so I, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I'll say this about Mike Zimmer. There's a lot of people that like Mike Zimmer. Oh, absolutely, and um, uh. I think if you look at his time uh, during the Vikings, uh, he righted the ship in a lot of ways uh, uh, from where they were. Mm-hmm. Eight years uh, in terms of shelf life at the NFL level is a pretty good run. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I, I think in most cases, uh, no matter what the level, there is a shelf life to uh, working with uh, individuals and with players um, mm-hmm. uh, in, in coaching for sure. So, uh, um, look, I, I think that Mike Zimmer uh, will land on his feet somewhere. He yeah. had, you know, he got the job with the Vikings as being a, a, a defensive genius, had a lot of success uh, with Dallas and with Cincinnati as defensive coordinator mm-hmm. before he ended up coming to uh, the Vikings. So, um, if he wants to continue to work, uh, it, uh, we're assuming that uh, he will get an opportunity to be a coordinator if that's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about reuniting in Dallas. Is that is With that okay? Quinn after the season he's had yeah. him moving on again, so yeah. So we'll see what happens yeah. with uh, with the Vikings. Um, Twins announced here recently that they're going to retire Jim Cott's number. Jim Jim Cott. Jim yep. Cott. Yep. yep. Kitty Cott. 
What number was he again? 36. 36. 36. Yeah, it was interesting. People speculating that they were surprised it wasn't um, retired already. I, I really know how that works when the, uh, they do that type of thing, but they do have, I don't know, five or six numbers that have been retired already. Yeah. Joe Meyer, uh, Maurer's number has been retired. I saw someone say, well, the criteria is obviously get in the Hall of Fame. Well, Joe Maurer isn't in the Hall of Fame. He probably, he probably will be, though. I, I would think so. I would, as a catcher, you know, I, I would as think a so. catcher, I think he's yep. very deserving. There are some people that don't think that he. Yeah. I I beg to differ. I think he's Hall of Fame. I've yeah, always said I, he's a Hall of Fame catcher. Yeah, he is, and that's how three I time three time uh, batting, ba- batting champ, champ uh, MVP. Uh, yep, American League most valuable player. Yep. Um, at a position at a position, you know, I, I just he'll he'll get in. Um, yeah. anyways, uh, glad to see uh, Jim Cott have his number retired. That was kind of mm-hmm. cool. A uh, quick story about you, yeah, including a famous people. I've told this story already, but um, I was on the phone uh, a couple of nights ago with Jim, with Dave Fisher, who is the uh, PR guy for USA Hockey. And uh, Dave and I were talking, we're getting ready for the announcement for the U.S. Olympic uh, roster uh, announcement. And um, uh, Dave's down in Florida for a USA Hockey summit. Um, and... Um, uh, as we were talking, a call came in on his cell phone. He goes, I, I, I'm going to call here. Let me, mm-hmm. let me take, I'll, go, I'll go right back to you. So he put me on hold. And then 15 seconds later, he comes back and he goes, uh, hello, Doc, how are you? And I, I was kind of confused at the second thing because yeah, obviously like my nickname's not Doc, nope. right? So I go, and I know Fish quite well. I know exactly what he was doing. He was getting a phone call from Doc Emmerich, mm-hmm. a guy that does a lot of work for uh, USA Hockey, a lot of voice work, and of course, uh, preeminent, uh, U.S., everyone would agree, iconic uh, hockey play-by-play guy. Although not everybody uh, knows who he is, but almost <laughs> amazingly, I don't know how Jordan would not know who he is. But uh, um, So anyways, Doc Emmerich goes, oh, hello, Dave, how are you? And I, and I, <laughs> and, and uh, before, uh, and I, so I go, in my mind, I go, that's Doc Emmerich. And I know that Darn Fish is a good friend of mine. He does stuff like this all the time. He's a really cool guy. And, and uh, he goes, Doc, before we get going here, I just want you to know, we've all got another person online, Paul Allen from Minnesota State's online. So I had a f- almost amazingly a 50-minute conversation with there you go. Doc oh, Emmerich. That's sweet. How about that, Connor? I like that a lot. Doc Emmerich. That's sick. Can you believe that? That's unreal. I had met him before, but know of him, of course. Most people do in the uh, in the U.S. <laughs> and <laughs> it's pictured if you're involved with he's hockey. He's my favorite. I know. Most I everybody thinks so he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's retired now, and, and uh, the reason he was talking with Dave is he's doing some voiceover work for USA Hockey, and he'll be doing voiceover work for NBC during the Olympics um, in Beijing, and uh, he's still quite busy doing things. So it was really cool. I had that conversation with Doc. I really know what I, I think. You know, I just basically I, the, my, on my side, basically I said was, "Hey, I've always enjoyed your work, and I'm, we a lot of people miss you on the on the NHL broadcasts," and and he's. Uh, so humble, so gracious. He goes, well, you know, my time is time. You know, he's in his seventies. He's like, my time is up, and they've got lots of good people that can do it now. So, and I'm still busy doing other hockey related stuff. So, it's pretty cool. Um, not really fortunate to do what I, I always say. Every day, I pinch myself with all this crazy stuff that happens. But Doc Emmerich, it's one of those deals. So, um, we're not that far away. By the way, speaking of. Uh, we weren't speaking of spring sports. I'm looking for a good segue here, but we are going to start <laughs> with our baseball and softball yeah. stuff here fairly quickly. Yeah. And tennis yeah. is uh, wrapping up for their spring season, and mm-hmm. golf golf doesn't really get going until spring break, which, by the way, isn't all that far away either. Another no, six not. weeks, and we'll it be really there. Isn't. So, we'll be um, before we know it. Uh, baseball and softball, their schedules get underway in February. 
Yeah, Is that right? uh, the first weekend of February, the yeah. women are going to be playing uh, at the don't at the uh, Shields Field, Abercall Sports Dome. So here in town, are hosting a tournament. Yep, uh, Friday through Sunday. I think uh, four two fields going each day. Four games on each field the first two days, and then I think three and two on three games and two games on the last day on Sunday. We're gonna have so. to reach out to some people to help us yeah. uh, do some things there. So That's a lot uh, of games. yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know. So um, and, and, we, and we have stuff going on during that time here at home. I think we have home hockey going on yeah. that weekend. So. Yeah. So and on the but baseball side, I think yep. schedules. These guys are in such a hurry. We're we're end of February, so I think it's either twenty sixth <laughs> through the eighth or twenty fifth through the twenty seventh in St. Louis, Missouri. The Mavericks play four against the right. Tritons, uh, the University of Missouri St. Louis. Yep. Umsel. 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 Yeah. Played them last uh, last year to kick yeah. off the season two. Yeah. So then uh, about half a week later, they leave for their Florida trip to yep. start March. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So. Um, Both teams heading back to Florida. Uh, yeah, I know. It's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> and, and here we are. Someone made a comment the other day about our men's hockey season being uh, two-thirds of the way through. Of course, the same thing for the women. Two-thirds of the way through already on the, on the hockey side. I always yeah. talk about the hockey season being the longest. I think swimming could... Uh, say uh, hold my beer in some respect because <laughs> there are a couple of our sports that have long seasons, but the grind uh, that we have with hockey, I think uh, men's hockey is busy now until uh, every weekend. I think we've got one weekend off until the end of February, and then of course by that time we'll be into the CCHA postseason and then hopefully on to the NCAAs. Same thing on the women's side, I think, pretty much. Is the CCHA postseason the same? Uh, top four seeds host a best of three, and then highest seed host the remaining couple rounds too we're going yeah we're going back to two years ago if you recall last year uh, we end up with uh, a four-team tournament here mm-hmm. in Mankato and that was um, uh, a COVID related uh, change um, yeah. it's going to go back to the way it was before in the WCHA with um, uh, first round quarterfinals at uh, highest seed uh, second round semifinals at highest seed and then a one-game championship on okay. Saturday so it's a three-week gotcha. deal and hopefully the Mavericks are positioned to host all three rounds. We keep Absolutely. winning, and, and it'd be cool to have that championship yeah. game in Mankato uh, down at the um, Veterans Memorial Stadium. I think we'd like to have it. Right? <laughs> well, guys, uh, good <laughs> job. That was a quick uh, well, was 30 quick. minutes of uh, a variety of things there. Um, uh, excited for uh, some home women's hockey tonight. we got some track and field going on, and, of course, the Maverick men's hockey team on the road at Northern Michigan. So that's what's going on tonight. Yeah, and safe out there. Yep, women's basketball. Yep, yep. Women's basketballs uh, getting underway too in, yep. in Taylor Center. So, all right. Six p.m. Perfect. Keep it going, everybody. Happy shoveling. It's great to be a Maverick. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you next week. Yep.